The Press Box is here to catch you up on the latest media stories. Hosted by Brian Curtis and David Shoemaker, these guys have the insight on the biggest stories you care about. Check out The Press Box on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube. Car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. <laughs> that was a tree. What's that? What, what the young ones listen to these things? I don't know why that happened. Hi everyone, welcome to Writers House on Ringer C. Hope you're all safe and well. Today we're going to be joined by Arsenal and England's Leah Williamson to chat about the Barclays WSL title running, a bit of the FA Cup, dealing with coach changes and what films we've been watching and much, much more. And my guests are Musa Konga and the wonderful Leah Williamson. How are you doing, guys? Good, good. Well. Thank you. <laughs> it's really good to see everybody, man. Lovely to be good here. Good times. Have you met Leah before, Moose? I have not. I have not had the pleasure or the privilege. How are you doing, Leah? Are you good? I'm very well, thanks. How are you? Very well, yeah. Re- nice I'm recording one. from undisclosed location somewhere in Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> You're back home, Moose. You're back home. I am, I am in the homestead, man. In the homestead. You know, uh, so. Leah, Moose is a, a Man United fan, so I, j- I just got to say, um, we've got to go into it. I don't, I'm not sure if you saw the game, you might have been busy or something. Was, but, um, Moose, you would have seen the game. Man United, what was really annoying about it is that Man United were magnificent <laughs> in the first half. Movement was like, it was electric stuff. Mm. Everybody was moving like Pogba made everything happen. He was the one. Yeah. And then it just went to pieces. You look so, you look so, you look so sad about that. <laughs> oh, it was, uh, no, it wasn't. But like it was, um, it was it, Middlesbrough have to get credit. That's why I'm just doing that quickly. Just, I just want to give Middlesbrough credit no, but for what they've seven, done and the they hung in the game. Very good team. Seventh in the championship, you know, they're, they're no clowns. Um, they're not clowns. And United is like, you know, that. The Death Star is is not under full construction, right? It's still under like quarter construction. So you, you see the elements, you see the death ray now and again, but uh, it's still it's still it broken was, enough for the rebels to attack it. That's what happens. Yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> Leah, did you see any FA Cup? I watched Bournemouth. Yeah, I watched Bournemouth. I watched Nottingham Forest. They were amazing. They were amazing yeah. against Leicester. Well, Leah, what about the finish? What finish? The Bournemouth. Oh my god, that right? 
Yeah, but I would see I'm the defender, so the goalkeeper saves and that oh, side of things was yeah. That was lovely. Yeah, that was pretty. You know what? You know when you watch a game like that, and when I was watching a game like that, because obviously I had some, I had some like um, money in the game in respect of the, the player who came on, my man Adrian. Yeah. And then when they scored, they scored like in the 38th minute, I think something like that. And Smart Ricketts who scored a goal. I just thought to myself, surely not. Come on, surely not. This can't happen. I can't understand why Scott Parker doesn't start Solanke because we know that Solanke didn't do great stuff in uh, Liverpool. You know, he didn't do great stuff for Bournemouth in the, in the league. But surely you're going to put him up against these guys and get him to move. Why wouldn't you start with the strongest thing? Boreham Wood and the way they defended, it's elite stuff. But you need, you need to, yes, yes. It's the same as it's the same as Middlesbrough. You know, it's the same. I tell you what, it's like it's it's the same as when like when we, we got beaten by Birmingham. When when 100%. Birmingham, beat, you know, when you you know that kind of game. You look at the game, and I'm thinking, just like the Man United game, mm. I saw Bruno Fernandez miss a chance, and I said they're not winning this game. You know, when you see the Birmingham game, when we how do, I watched Birmingham again the other day. And I still have to say, with all due respect, and I say this with all due respect, so obviously I'm going to disrespect them a bit. How do we lose to Birmingham? But it's sometimes it's just not where, your day. Yeah. And sometimes when you score, when they score, sometimes you do think, ah, it's not going to last. Or, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like you always, you want the underdog to, you know, if you're a neutral and you're just watching as a fan, but then you always think, ah, oh, like you were saying, how long will it last? Surely mm. not. And then sometimes you just think, actually, I'm not sure where we're going to score it. Do you know what, Leah, I want to ask you about the defensive side because you see a team that takes the lead that early, right? And the type of discipline, you saw it actually, it's been watching a lot of Serie A this weekend and you had like Cagliari against Atalanta just shutting all the spaces and crucial, trying to play one-twos, Jeremy Boga just going up dead, you know, no avenues for angles or anything. Like when you're, when you take an early lead like that, what is the priority as a team that's got an hour to defend? What are your kind of, what are your sort of initial things you're saying? What do I have to close down, reduce? How do we tire them out? What are you thinking in that, in that situation? Mm-hmm. See, this is where I, being Arsenal, having grown up at Arsenal and being taught that way, I mm. have had to not like learn this as I go, but then when it comes to results-based football, like it completely changes the dynamic of that mindset. So like, mm. I would always say that attack is your best form of defence, 100%, no question. So you're on the ball, you're not conceding. Mm-hmm. Like that's the way it goes. But then right. in certain situations... Your my priority as a defender, I have to let them do their thing, and we all have to be confident. And you, like, I still agree that as soon as you sink, you just invite the pressure, and it's a matter of time. Sometimes, you know, like mm. it's potluck yeah. whether or not you're going to concede or not. But I do think that that's when the, the roles of the people in the team become really evident. So, as a defender, your priority is to not concede and to hold on to the lead. So, however, you have to do that. You see, when you're playing, Leah, I'd call you a very offensive, offensive mm. player. Yeah, um, you know, and very aggressive now. Leah, I yeah. like it. I watched against Brighton and a lady took an, a, a really, a quite, yeah. a, a, she took a fall, Leah, after yeah. a challenge. <laughs> yeah. She took a fall. But like the aggressiveness, but what I was going to say on the football inside of what you do, Leah, when we're not getting the ball forward quick enough, do you feel under pressure to have to bring that out and progress it and pass it into those areas? And, you know, because at the moment we seem to be, we seem to be hanging on a bit instead of really putting teams away. We're not, it's not happening. Something's not happening. I don't know what it is. I know it's a hard one because that's what I think is so frustrating about football is if you look at the start of the season and we're just from our goal to their goal in six seconds, like lightning, 
everything just sticks you know the ball goes from one foot to another nothing's misplaced then you're scoring goals you're putting away goals and then all of a sudden you're like it gets a bit clunky and you're like I'm not really yeah. sure what the problem is because everybody's trying to do the same thing um but yeah sometimes I think that's where I think that's the danger though so say I start to step out and I start to force mm. things because I'm trying to recreate what's happened in the past and actually you have to figure out what the problem is you can't just solve it by you know there was a game uh, we played City first mm-hmm. half I got myself out of a lot of situations by running with the ball but it's not really a sustainable no because they know you're coming as well yeah yeah it's good to have it in your locker and 100% I would never change it from my game especially but mm. sometimes as I'm doing that I'm like well, why did I not have a pass there or you know what right. I mean for the next time so mm. I think that's where we're at, at the minute we're trying to figure out what's missing like what's changed and then trying to get back to that as well and and be smooth and like I said like lightning again yeah if I can ask how much of it is the fact that you think people see you coming now because early in the season Evans looking at Chelsea Chelsea have that yes. obviously traumatic defeat in the Champions League final but Evans like it's going to be Chelsea out the blocks and now you're still you're still leading. So at what point it was like people like they're coming for you differently with more intensity because they're like, Oh, Arsenal might be the ones this year. How much can you feel a difference? Can you, yeah. Yeah. Can you feel a difference in them? Can you see that they're, they're, they're trying even harder against us? I think the, the teams lower down the table a hundred percent. I think when they played Mm. us, especially like the, the first time we played them, you know, the first fixture of the year, I think we shocked them all. And there was, you know, I think Hope Power said at one point, like that's the best Arsenal side I've seen for a long time. And, Mm. Um, I think everybody was shocked at that because we got a new manager and you don't expect things to be as good as they were Um, but I think at the top of the table we're still disregarded and I'll be honest I don't think that they look at us like real threats again yet and I think you have to respect that because we haven't been doing it for long enough you know so it's like a I'm happy to take that underdog title in those games if I'm honest because if the quality shows then we'll be grand when we beat them 3-2 at the start of the season, like, like Hope Powell said, it was brilliant. But then they beat us. They, they gave us a real good scene too in that FA Cup. Now we've got them coming mm-hmm. up again. What's the, what's, what's the, what, what, what's, what's the feeling? Because we're, we're there and we're there on merit. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to find out where our confidence has gone. Because we've got to go in there. Because Chelsea will fear us. They do fear us. But it seems like, because like what you just said about, you know, they're not seeing us as serious contenders because we haven't been there long enough. What are we doing to make them understand where we are going to be, especially the way we're playing? Them? I think you see in the intensity that we're playing with now and the, mm. especially defensively and um, how much you take in the game. You know, mm. we went to City. We've not, we've not got a result at City away for five years and yeah. we went, took the game to them. We have a, a real statement of intent about the way we play now. I think that's the difference. So, okay, you might not see us as a contender, but we know well, especially when you've done it already. So we did it in the 3-2 game. We know exactly what's required. Okay, mm. we got beat heavily in the, in the FA Cup final, but mm. it wasn't us. You know, like it, mm. I think if you play your best and you get beat like that, then you're worried. Whereas yeah. actually mm. that wasn't nowhere near us. So for us, I don't, I don't really think anything's changed. And I think the way the league is now, how competitive it is and how it changes game to game. You know, before you could kind of guarantee that you was going to win all of these games and it would just be the top two teams that you you wouldn't really be able to say which way it would go. Whereas yeah. now it's so up and down that this is a, a new game and a new, um, like we're confident because we know what we have to do. And mm, if yeah. they want to respect that, then great. If they think that it's not coming, then I don't really understand why, because it's a, it's a new game of football and I wouldn't want my team setting up not ready for that either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. On, on that theme of a new theme of a new sort of game of football, obviously you came out under Montemurro and now you're playing on Idaval. Um, yeah. How was it adjusting to sort of the different philosophies? Obviously, because you had a certain style you play with and now, you know, it's just, it's just different. Yeah. What has that change been like for you? I think under Joe, he came in basically with, uh, like, I don't know if you guys have probably said this a thousand times to be fair, because I was so intrigued by it. I'd never had a manager that did it, but he had like a star rules thing. So I could tell mm. you in most situations on a foot pitch, you know, if, mm. if it goes down the wing, Mm. If you don't have the overload, it's coming out. You know, it, it wasn't mm. rigid because you had all the freedom between right. those. There was like, right. you know, seven, seven star rules or whatever. But our whole game was based off of those principles. Whereas now mm. it's a lot more, this is your structure. And from your right. structure, you, you go from there and kind of figure it out a little bit, um, which is what we were doing at the start of the season, which is why I think you've seen such a different side to us that direct then the playing mm. out, you know, we have the foundation of being a playing out team, whereas now we're an intense team. Jonas, you know, I've, the training level has gone from like just yeah. through the roof, basically, because yeah. his, his his style of play requires that. Mm. That's so his funny. That's, yeah. you know, it's, that's a weird, it's like when I saw him, do you remember when like Luis Enrique took over uh, Barcelona? Yes, they went Barcelona. from control, they went from control to intensity, right? Mm. Do you remember that? Yeah. They, they made the change. It wasn't like just a different philosophy, different way of playing. And it was funny because even, you know, when you played Barcelona, it was funny because, you know, Barcelona are what they are, right? We know that that team is just brutal, but, and, you know, obviously like with, after the early mistake, if there hadn't been an early mistake, I think the result's completely different for one thing. But what was fascinating was the way that Arsenal came out and played football against Barcelona. And mm. I always respect that because I think in the long run, if you look at like teams in Europe, the teams that tend to like come out and emerge best are the ones that kind of go for it. Over, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. how much of that was really You're just like- more. Yeah. yeah how, how much, how much of that was really like, we've got our style and we might have a few knockbacks, but fundamentally we trust the kind of, we trust, trust the, the philosophy. Style. Yeah. Trust the process. Exactly. I yeah. think if, yeah, if you didn't trust the, we have such a rich history at Arsenal, you know, I, I'd say like there's a few teams around the world that have such a right identity. And I would, mm. you know, I don't think that you can argue that Arsenal has been one of those, but there comes a time where, okay, let's say for example, we play, we we're a ball-playing team and we like to think of ourselves as a ball-playing team, but you come up against Barcelona who are the best ball-playing team, you yes. have to bring something else to the table. Yeah. So it, you, can't, yeah. you can't be, and you almost, I yes. think what, what Jonas wants us to be is a, a hybrid version of that. So yeah. we can play, we have the ability to play, we're, techn we're a technical team, we're not a long ball team, but yeah. we're like a, we kind of say like, a, you want to be a mix between like a German mentality and a Spanish ball playing do you know mm. what I mean like if you can find that balance yeah you can see that you know, like Hoff the way Hoffenheim play you can see that the way that Hoffenheim come there's, a, there's an element of them and you and you and them yeah and I definitely see that hybrid actually I want to ask but Ian as well because while we're here since you're on the mic as well one okay. of two Arsenal legends on the podcast um with you like how was the transition for you because you had to like do that at Arsenal didn't you it, it was tough because me and the manager we, we from day one we didn't get on mm. but like from 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 the football point of view, I was quite fortunate because he wasn't going to drop me because I, he knew I, I was scoring goals. 
Mm. But what was really hard is that I didn't, we didn't really speak and get on with each other. But when he did speak to me, we started arguing from the first preseason game at Boreham Wood. I think huh. it was Boreham Wood. Because I was having a laugh and a joke with the fans because at preseason moves, I, I, I wasn't bothered about scoring goals at that stage. I always just want to get the touch, get the movement, um, get, be sharp. And, yep. you know, if you score, you, you, you score. And I think that I came in at halftime and I'm thinking, oh, it's brilliant. And talking to the fans, you know, they're laughing at me, saying stuff. And, and he came in, he fucking hammered me. Oh, man. Big time, Charlie. You're a big time, Charlie. You're this and that. And I didn't know what to say. You know mm. what I mean? And then I said, sorry, well, I'm getting fit. What are you People should say I came to watch Ian Wright and when I watched him, he weren't taking the effing piss. And the... so, so that was the first game of, 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 um, of preseason. Mm. One of his biggest hates was if the centre half, like suppose, so, so Leah, suppose you're centre half and you've got yeah. Lotta or Jen next to you, but you pass it past them over to the left back to Katie McCabe or something like that. He would go mad. He said, don't, miss out players. He hates the switch. Yeah, he didn't like the switch like that. He doesn't like missing out players. He wants it to go bam to that person and bam to that person through that line into there. What I did like about it, it mm. was intense and it was, it was very good. Mm. But, you know, I just think that he, he, he upset people so much that we, we couldn't quite get the vibe and get the feel. I got injured a couple of times and, you know, it just wasn't happening. But then when Wenger came, mm the change and the love. I've, How did you know, get you on board? That's interesting. So what kind how of- How did you get me on board? Wenger, that was a conversation prior. What, no, was, Wenger, what was the moment? You know, no, Wenger, Wenger came, when Wenger spoke to me, he literally ran down my career. What I've done, where I am at this stage of my career. Right. You know what I mean? He kind of had a dossier on the food we were eating, what's happening in my body right now. And he sent me to France. He sent me to Yoda, a guy called Timbers. <laughs> He took me to a guy called <laughs> Tiburus Darrow. And it's like Yoda. It's like being with Yoda. So you go with him, he looks at you, and then you train with him. We you haven't train. had this content. Wait, 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 we haven't had this content before. Wait, what was it? The mountaintops? Is it behind a waterfall? No, what was no, no. We <laughs> had to, we had to go. It's funny because I had to, we went and we played basketball, played tennis. We had to run up like mountains, run, run for like miles on sand. This sounds wow. incredible. And you know what it was? What I found it was, because remember Wenger didn't, he got into this when you get into your thirties, he wanted to know exactly what you were capable of. Wow. Right. And so that's what he sent me there to see if I was still capable of doing all that. And I remember I went, me and Patrick went, Patrick was disappearing because obviously it went back to Cannes. We couldn't find Patrick, but like I worked so hard. And then when I came back, I was, I was just like Superman. Amazing. Superman. It was. And then when, when I came back, obviously he gave him the, the red light and said, no, 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 he's fine. And, you saw, I just, I just hit the ground running with Wenger. And the, then with him, you know, coming off of George Graham hammering me, even if you're doing yes. well, whereas Wenger loved you. He loved us. He didn't speak for 10 minutes. What's Jonas like? Does Jonas speak when you come straight in? No, he leaves us alone. Leaves us it's, alone for a while. Wenger's the, Wenger's the first person that I saw that, that, that ever happened with. And we were all looking at each other. I've said this to you before, Moose. Mm. So going from, going from um, Graham to Rioch, there was no change, even in the football. He wanted to play a bit quicker. But the change from Ryok to Wenger, vibe, the energy, what he gave us. We used to this do is, yoga yeah. in the morning with him. He used to do stretching. We used to do all this sort of stuff. It was a different vibe. He changed the game, though. He didn't he just change really it did. Arsenal, did he? he you know what? The game. When we used to go to England, yeah. Yeah, 
when we used to go to England, they used to all be asking, what are you lot doing? Because remember Gary, Gary Lewin yeah, was yeah. A, Gary. Ask Gary what they used to, all the other players say, what are you lot doing? What are you taking? What's going on? What are you lot doing? Because <laughs> we, we turned into Superman. This is where, remember when we done the interview with him and he says, mm. I came too late for you. Remember when he said yes, that? Yes, yes, yes. And, and my heart started crying. I couldn't cry out. Like My heart started <laughs> crying, Leah. Because I know under Wenger, a few more years under Wenger, it's whole, it will be totally different for me. But he is the manager I've always needed. He was the manager I always needed. That is fascinating. Just, I think because Leah, I, what Ian says about communication, I wonder how much of that, what, 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 how, how important is communication with a player at this level? Because you're so trained for so many years, like tactically, at what point is it mostly giving you permission to express yourselves, if that makes sense? Mm. I think this is a bigger thing in women's football, if I'm honest as well, like women over okay. men in terms of just needing a little bit of, um, like we, we're very inquisitive, I'd say that. So like our communication towards mm. the manager and towards the coaching mm. staff is really um, open and honest. You know, like um, if we do a drill or if we do S&C or, or whatever, if one person will 100% challenge like, while we're doing this then. Because they're like, wow. Because we just like, as in, tell me, tell me why. Because yeah. I want to know. I, I just want to know what I'm trying to get out of it. What you know, which is just slightly different to, you know, boys come through the academy and it's all very, yeah. Like you know, I don't know. I just think you're programmed to be a bit different to the honestly to the girls. Fascinating. That, that sounds fascinating. amazing. Yeah, and it's it, and it's not a, it's not a problem. It's not like a it's not a challenge necessarily, but it's a. You tell me what the reason is and then I'm on board mm. kind of thing. Like you need, almost need to sell it to me. Um, it doesn't happen all the time, but I just think we're a lot more in tune with that. So then I think we expect it off them a lot more as well. I love it. I love it. So just as I could get it into my head to see that this can happen. So if, it, if you've got a scenario where it's not quite happening because you, for whatever reason, is, is that okay as well? Is that, will, will you be able to explain that? Will you change it? Because if we try to challenge, I can't even imagine challenging any of the coaches say well, what we're we doing this for they would literally tear our heads off I think there's different there's definitely different coaches and different um you know what I mean like some people might not stand for that and I do know coaches especially other teams and it's like stories I've heard where they're like no you know it's my way and and that's it and yeah, I do understand yeah. that but I think my experience and I think I've been really lucky as well like when you talk about Wenger and how much love he gave mm. I've had uh, in Joe and now Jonas like really good men you know mm. like first and foremost just a really really good person that makes it very easy to have that conversation so under Joe and under Jonas we do have like a quite a two-way dialogue yes mm. yes yes it's it's very much collaborative in terms of tactics do you know if if we turned up mm. and said we want like we want to do this at the weekend we would all sit and really go for it sounds like a almost like a Dutch you know, the Dutch culture is much more like just over time, like the intellectual culture of like questioning a thing. It's not just, it's not like almost like military, here are the orders. It's more like, this is a conversation that makes sense, which is- sounds But it has helpful. to be. It has yeah. to be. If, I think if you're, especially if you're trying to figure it out, like, right, you say to me, like, it's just not happening at the minute. We can't all just sit and wait. Like, we're all just as responsible. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like, or sometimes a coach will say, well, I've set you up to do this, but you're just not doing it. So if we don't contribute, how are we going to fix it? Because we're the ones that are not delivering on necessary, you know, like both. On what he wants to do. Both ways. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it has to be. Can I say actually, because we've got Leah right here, I've got to ask this actually, because I'm like, we've got a world-class defender, right? So my thing is always, when I talk to anyone 
in, in, in the world of football, I'm fascinated by like underrated players, right? Because like, I think, mm. for example, I think Guru Wrighton got the great winner against um, City, obviously, one of my yeah. favorite yeah, players. Yeah, it's a beautiful goal. Under, I'm, I'm just a, thinking it like, was a nice goal. It's a nice header. I, no, no, wind, because, I thought no, the wind helped her. I thought the wind helped her. <laughs> no, but Ian, Ian the move, the move and the positioning though, the way she cut across like that to get the flick mm. despite being shorter than the defender, right? So I'm like, mm. my thing is, Leah, like who are, the, who are the underrated players? The ones who like, we know who are good, but you're like, no, no, okay. That they're good, but like they're better than you could imagine. Mm. Like, there's who who are the ones you'd look at in the WSL, and also like more widely, you're like those are those are the ones, those are the players, players. That makes sense. I always think that um, Jordan Knobs in my team. Yeah. I always think yeah. that she's 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 that, well like she highly regarded, yeah. but I don't yeah. think yes. she's. I think she's massively underrated when she's wow, yeah. good. And if you actually look at what she is as a midfielder, you know, if you talk about Kim, she's unbelievable. But mm, I don't think that, that Jordan yeah. is given as much. Um, I've always said that. But I think in terms of playing against somebody, I agree, uh, Wrighton, I think she's definitely underrated. Mm. Um, and there's a striker for United, uh, Martha Thomas. Mm. I think she's, I don't know, I just think she kind of is like a, yeah, I don't know. She goes under the radar a little bit. Did, did, did um, she play well? Have you played against? Did she play well against you or something? Yeah, we play, when she came into the league, she came in for West Ham. Um, mm. And she's kind of been injured and stuff. But you know, when you just play against somebody and you think like, yeah. that wasn't yeah. nice yeah. Yeah. necessarily. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 um, definitely. So I th- yeah, I think I think she's she's pretty good. But I'm more of a like um, I think there's players that are like well respected, but not necessarily given the Right, right, yeah, so meant, yeah, yeah. Right, give level of how, like okay. Alex Greenwood on the ball, like without mm. a doubt. Yes, yeah, uh, wow. do you know what I mean? Awesome. And we we still yeah. kind of talk about her as a left back, and it's like she's literally mm. delivering as That's a centre half right. every single yeah. week. Where you're thinking, I've been standing in that position, and to get the ball from there to there is not easy. I love do you know this. What I, mean? so much. I don't know. Yeah. Play, no, I love this. Lee. Only I had to ask because what gets me is always who are the players that players talk about. Yeah. Like, you know, who's in the WhatsApp group? Oh my goodness. Did you see that? You know, like the weekend, like that goal or whatever. Everyone's always like, obviously yeah. Penelope Harder, I was watching recently because we used to get to see her like here in Germany. Mm. And there's one move she puts on this defender. She basically just like, I can only express it. She decommissions this defender. Like the de- <laughs> <laughs> I saw this, this yeah, move. Was unreal. This the feet, the feet. Yeah. It was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. It was, it was like almost like I said to Ryan, it's almost like questioning your career choices at that point. You know, when she, yeah. comes yeah. like, when she comes off the left flank like yeah. that, it's another level. Yeah, yeah. but Moose, can I, can I say, as, as, I know she done, she done some great runs the other day, but I thought Jess Carter was fantastic the other day, bro. She yes. played very, very well. She's getting better. Jess is um, defensively, like in a 1v1. She's got everything. She's quick. She's strong. Strong, yeah. Do you know what I mean? She's, a, she's what, a, what I would say, like a proper defender. Mm. Like a traditional, Stopper. proper, Stopper. like no nonsense. Yeah. Just Stopper you're not getting past me kind of thing. Chelsea, like they're on the chase, right? That's, and also like City are now, they have their injuries and their issues. I think they're not going to be able to challenge anything, but they're, they're in the mix, right? How are you feeling at Arsenal about these last few games? What's the kind of the mentality just in terms of you're going to just like plow through, try not to drop any points. What's the, what's the headspace like? If you look at previous seasons, we've never dropped points against teams outside the top three. Like that's mm. always been where we've come unstuck and we've always lost. Mm. And this year we've picked up seven out of nine already. And you think we were in a great position. Yeah. Yet we've dropped silly points. So I think mm. for us, 
we need to, you know, before it was like a mentality thing about how you beat the top teams, whereas now it seems to be a bit of a problem that we're not getting past the other, the, yeah. the other group of the table as well. And I think now it's not in our hands, obviously, because yes. well, we drew it the weekend. So Chelsea, are, you know, with their game in hand, they're a point above us. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, pressure's off now. It's, it's just more about, I'd like to see us, like we've got an opportunity to go into the Champions League, try and progress in that. And you really learn about yourselves as a team. Yes. You know, it's the first season right. under Jonas. And I think that that is a gift to us to really just keep it all internal now. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're, we're at top of the league, but we're, we know we have to win every game. So yes, how do we do that every single week? However, mm. it turns out that we need to scrape by in terms yes. of if it wasn't going well, then your mentality shifts. And if we're playing well, just about enjoying it, figuring out what, what is good and then maintaining that level, which I fully believe we're back on track to after like a really difficult period now. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Were you going to ask something related, Moose? Because we could just kick in, Moose. I'm trying to wrong foot Leah. I'm trying to wrong foot her. Was you trying to wrong foot? Yeah, but she's too good in the one-on-one now. Her mum was true, a defender. That's true. Now we've seen. I see the vision. Her mum was a defender. Vision. I've seen her. I've I see seen her. She's rough. She's <laughs> fucked you up, bro. She put you in the holdings. Hey, it was me or her. It was, it was me it or was, her. You know something, Leah? I, I saw it. I saw wow. it. But you know what? That must be something that from a young age and the way you are... That's people must have been thinking that of you from a very young age, Leah, because they've always said, look at her, she's so small, she's so skinny, she's so... So you've grown up with your mum being a defender, thinking, yeah. right, I'm going to I'm gonna start to put out some rascal heat. I just think if you, if you, if you think about, you, you're a striker, so you know, if you think about playing against a defender, you don't want to be touched, you don't want the nope. physicality. And nope. I was too... Always too set in my ways of like, oh, I'm a pretty little Arsenal footballer. You're going you know I mean? like, to nick it off just, of them. Oh, yeah, I'll just go and step in there and I'll just wait for them to mess up. And it's like, no, actually, to take my game to the next level, I need to be like feared to play against defensively. Was there any time, Leah, where you thought, I can't be, I'm not doing that. I can't be battered around like that anymore. Was there a, a, a particular moment where you think, I'm, I've got to be more aggressive? Mm. I think more- getting, into the, getting into the England side, like I, I won the league with Arsenal 2019. Mm. I think we conceded like seven goals all year. If I looked at my stats, like I was a real focus on me, like in a 1v1, not getting beat. Right. I didn't. Mm. Like I made myself a, a good defender, you know, like an mm. athletic defender. But I just couldn't, I wasn't looked at as reliable enough by the wow. England manager. And I just thought mm. I can either keep working on all of my strengths and just hoping that it's going to fix itself or... I get on board, meet him halfway and just add a little bit of, I don't know, like maybe like the word is brutality to my game, but it needs to, you know, sometimes the ball's yeah. rolling. I want to try and play out, but sometimes the ball needs to go into row Z. It's the same thing as if somebody's mm-hmm. coming at me, do I, or, you know, the ball's coming over for a header. Sometimes I'm like, there's no one beyond her. She flicks this on, I'll just pick it up and play. Yeah. But actually yeah. sometimes 
He's just is he what that, no, it is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a mentality the game requires. Yes, yes. You're right. Yes. It's you or them. You and it's like, it's law of the jungle, actually. Whatever level you're at, you need that element of early in the game. Sometimes you see these uh, centre-backs sometimes like stepping. One thing I saw um, quite a lot the weekend was centre-backs. I love, I love it when they do this. When their timing is so good, they mm. step out. The ball's coming into like the striker and they step out in front of the striker. Yeah. with a shoulder charge and they play it out. Bang. And it's a switch. I saw it two or three times. A few players did it. In, uh, what do you mean? What do you mean, Moose? What, what, what do you mean? Just I'm like, trying to I think, picture I think, it. So, so, so Christian Romero did it actually. Mm-hmm. Christian Romero did an incredible one for Spurs against, was it Brighton? I think it was, I think it was Brighton or the, the game before where the ball comes and he's just like standing just behind as a centre back and the, the, mm-hmm. the striker thinks they've got it. They're turning almost and the timing has to be perfect, right? Because if you get it wrong, mm-hmm. they've spun him, they've yeah. gone and mm-hmm. just steps forward the slight shoulder charge, but also just bang through the back of them and yes. plays this pass through the lines all in one go, like anticipation. And then you've picked their pocket. So then the strikers now think it's disorientated. Mm-hmm. It's like someone's stolen your house keys. You're like, going, oh my God, what, what, what? You're completely disorientated. Yeah. That as a defender as well, if you're one or the other, so if you're just a, if you like, say you've got a lack of pace, you kind mm. of have to be impeccable with your timing. You meet yes. them at yes. the point to stop them at source. Yes. I'm sitting thinking and I'm like looking at the game and I'm looking at other defenders and kind of like where I need to get better. And I'm like, I'm quick. I know I'm quick. So right. I can gamble. Like, why not? Because if, if worst comes to worst and you do get spun, you're, you're gonna recover. I can get back. Do you know what I mean? And I just thought yes. I'm not utilizing what my strengths are. Yes. To, but can, you know, can I say something? I, I love, watched, I love um, I tell you what was really cool. Watching Virgil van Dyke live the other day mm. and watching him, you know, being being as quick as he is, because he is quick. He's, he's not lost yeah. hardly anything. Being as quick as he is, but still not doing that thing where he knows, yeah, but I'm quicker than him, so it's fine. He's still doing yeah. everything where, bam, I'm going to get in, and bam. Then, if anything happens, then I'll use the pace, but he's still just drops off. Yeah. When you see him drop off, and this is why I say to people, there's, there's players I'd want to play against. I'd want to play against all of them, especially if I've got Dennis. I always say, if I've got Dennis behind me. Yeah. Because Against, against Virgil, with the pace, you need more. When you've got a forward who's quick, and I, like I said, when I played against Carnivaro, the best, the mm. best. It was a whole different story because Carnivaro, Leah, and Des Walker and these guys, they're not looking at what you're doing. They're looking at what your midfielder's doing. I've said this to you before, haven't I, Lisa? terrifying. That so level the, when, of intellect. This is what I'm saying, because what happens is, is that when you see the build-up play, like a striker, you see the build-up play, because you've got to try and... Right, let's go in there. So I'm going to, he can see it going across. So now I'm going to make the move there to go there. Des Walker and Carnivore are not moving because he said, well, he hasn't got his head up. He's not moving. He's, 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 he can't make that pass yet. So you can't make that move yet. That's another the level. stuff that I, it's another level. This is what you're looking at. Like Virgil, Van, and they're doing that. And they're saying, well, you can make that run if you want. He, he hasn't got his head up. It's efficient. Exactly. I love it. I love exactly. it. And yeah. so what happens is, is that I remember when, when it happened for me, when I started, it's when I f- got into the first division and I was, I was doing stuff and they knew I was quick, but no one was, no one was, no one was doing anything. They was like, well, no one was biting. Stupid oh, no. run. Once I, <laughs> like, once I started to learn about the timing, then all of a sudden you and the defender, so he knows I'm quick. He knows I'm clever now. I've learned the game. So now it's a proper shootout. So the yeah. timing and the timing and the education you get playing against the Carnivaros and the, and, and the Nestas and the, and the, and the Vieco and all those guys, Costa Curtis, it was 
It was brilliant. I didn't want the 90 minutes to finish. I've got, I've got to ask you both this question then. At what point did you feel? Because, you know, when you're coming through, like maybe it's like coming through the, from the, the youth team or whatever, or you're coming mm. from a different league. At what point did you feel you had your opponent's respect? Because it's not always something you have immediately, right? At what point you're mm. like, ah, this one, is, this one is not of the bottle. This is a different one. I, d- I was just thinking about that. Like I, would, I wouldn't know. Like, obviously, when you go to England, it's quite a good um, measuring. Indicator, yeah, because you kind of just know how they, yeah, how they feel about you as well. But I think I would still say now that I, I don't know if I do. Like I don't know if people like playing against me or not. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I'm not actually sure. Maybe, maybe like making when you make something like PFA Team of the Year, that's Mm. quite a good like. You're like, oh, you know what I mean? If people putting you in their team, then they must see something. Yeah. So you don't see it in terms of an aura, like a day-to-day or a week-to-week, like, yeah, they're afraid. Like, you know, like you have that in some yeah. sports, maybe it's, I don't know if it's gender thing or male, yeah, but, but like sometimes, so that makes sense. Like sometimes you see these yeah, players where you're like, they know certain players are like, I'm, I'm dangerous at this point. And if you, like Henri was like that, you know, Henri was very mm. much, you could yeah. see, I mean, he virtually advertised mm. it. You know, that was his thing. Yeah. So like, I've got my socks over my knees and who wants it? Mm. Yes. Well, that's why everyone else hated him. Do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. why everybody that wasn't an Arsenal fan hated him, and he's like the most yeah. impossible guy to hate. <laughs> I think that you get respect, Moose. Like yeah. people like Des Walker and that when they know that you've got when I've when I had Dennis, like I said, I play against anybody, mm. and then when them guys when when you 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 both go for a run and they might tackle you out and then you fall over, but they help you up and they kind of they kind of pat yeah, you on the back. On. Yeah, that that is when they're saying, "Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. in a battle here." They're giving you that yeah. respect, Leah. That's the thing. Yeah, because, because it's saying, like I'm enjoying this. Yeah, almost, I'm enjoying I'm it. Yeah. To... When you get that, and I remember the first time, when, the first time you get that sort of stuff. I got it from Carnivara when when I played against him when he was playing for Napoli, and mm. then every time we played against each other after that, you know, it was always like, "My God, I'm going to play against Carnivara." And I'd like to play against Des Walker and stuff like that. You know you're going to be in a game. So if you score against them, you know you're, you're at, at a level. You're, you're somewhere. Yeah. Talking about the England, we've got to talk about Arnold Clark Cup. I'm looking forward to the Arnold Clark Cup simply because doing the England games up to this point, Liz, it's been great. You know what I mean? Um, seeing everything that's gone on. We've had some games that we should win and we have won, won them convincingly. Yeah. But I am so looking forward to these three games because then we're going to find out exactly where we are. Yeah. I'm very excited about our team, but we're going to find out where we are. Do you feel the same? Yeah, no, I do. I do. Because as well, having the Euros, obviously, um, mm. the biggest thing about the Euros is you just don't want to waste the opportunity. You know, like yeah. I said, it's on home soil. You don't want to get there and flop. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. any other scenario is kind of like workable, but you just want to be firing when you get there and you want to know exactly what you need to be when you get there or what you need mm. to do. And this is literally the best preparation because you yeah. play against top three, well, top, like some of the top teams in the world, mm-hmm. especially in Europe ahead of the championship um, yeah. with um, especially Spain. So I just think yeah. that it, whatever happens in this tournament, you have time, which is why I'm mm. excited. You know, it's not you the know, be all and end all. It's like a yeah. learning, a learning opportunity. And you hope you'll win. You hope you'll be fantastic. But if you're not, yeah. it's not the end of the world, you know? Obviously, I'm looking forward to us playing because we're, obviously we're going to get a test. But I'm looking forward to seeing, obviously, Germany with the, with this, Germany have got so much, their, their balance is great. They've got some great, yeah. like, creative players. They've got some great, great mm. experienced players. But I'm looking forward to Spain and Canada. Because yeah. the way Spain, the way Spain play, and the way Canada, Canada will just just suck the life out of you. And it, 
I'm looking forward to that encounter. Really. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to Germany against us. I'm looking forward to obviously, you know, Spain against us with their midfield. I think that's the difference now. Spain are at such a level that I do think there's a level of respect. I mean, I don't, I don't know how we'll approach the game, obviously. Um, mm. You know, I'm crossing my fingers that I make it onto camp after being out for so long. So I'm like, mm. I have no idea, but I do think that they're at the level now where the respect for them has to be yes. the mindset of like, you're not going to go in and control the ball. And if no, you do, right. fantastic, but it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's if you're thinking about the game. So I think that it will be really interesting to see and to know what we, what is yeah. required of us basically to play against them. And you'll and where see, we are. see yeah. that. Yeah. See it's a funny thing actually, on a Spain thing actually, because I'm actually quite intrigued by Germany just because they've got those great young players coming honestly, through honestly, the core, yeah. like Oberdorf in particular. They are, yeah. They're right. peaking yeah. and awesome. Yeah. It's fascinating yeah. because you're going to play them just before the Champions League. Loopholes. You'll get, you'll get a good look at them as well. Mm. You're going to get a good look yeah. at the German players who'll be playing for Wolfsburg. But looking at Spain, I know it's not the Spain team, but look at Barcelona, a lot of the sort of Spain players there. One thing mm. I saw a bit of joy that Hoffenheim had in the Champions League was running at the guts of them, like in these channels, the kind of the gaps between. Yeah, you have to between. be brave yeah. enough. You have to be you brave have, the bravery. Was it, was it, Who's that player? Was it um, Brandt playing for Hoffenheim? She's yeah. awesome. Yeah. She had a lot of joy running into the kind of, between mm. the centre-back and the full-back on either flank. Do you know what? I think the their athleticism is their weakness, like Spain's. So mm, right, I think if right. you're, you know when we talk about that hybrid, if you mm. get that right, but the problem is when you play them, you don't have the ball for so long that when you get it, if you waste it, Yes. You can never, you can never get your foot in the door. Yeah. Like you've played yeah. in those games where you just feel like you're chasing the whole time. You get the ball back, Jesus just give it away. Christ. You know, yeah. like you can't play 50-50s. It has to be, you have to be brave enough to play one more pass yes. to then set, set that up. Set the trap, yeah. It's vitally important. And I'm thinking, who could we, who could we have been playing in those times? Because we are not going to have a lot of the ball, maybe, definitely against, against Spain. Um, but we need a midfielder who we can continue to keep it so as we can get a breather at some stage. Yeah. When we do get the ball, like Leah says, we need to make sure that we could keep it so as we, we're not got people running away all the time. We keep it, bam, bam, and try and play through them. Yeah. yeah. You've got to keep no. the ball higher up the pitch. Absolutely. That's the absolutely. You see like, like Chloe Kelly and like, I think like in terms of the movement that's bothered people, Chloe Kelly's movement is just Oh my God, it's terrifying. I, I, I'm frightened I don't even play against her. And then also you have like Nikita Paris, weirdly. You look at Nikita Paris, the movement she did, she managed to cut some pretty interesting angles against um, Barcelona, I thought. Like there are certain, do you know what I mean? Like in terms of like specialist options, not necessarily as a starter, but like in terms of angles and lines, you can see, and I know, I know against Spain, you'll be feeding off scraps to an extent because unfortunately that unit is a machine and it's just mm. no disrespect to us. It's so well drilled. And yeah. their stage of the Spain's development is just at a point where it's ahead of most countries. But I, I do see gaps for, maybe they're undoing is, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe they have so much of the ball as well. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's that. I don't know if that's part of it. I hope that someone like Elisa Russo, I hope she gets a, seen her scoring again. Obviously I was gutted she scored against us the other day. Yeah. But the fact is, we do need, we need somebody who's going to take the half chance. We know that Ellen White would take it. Yeah. If I'm going to be totally honest, I do like Ellen White. She's amazing. She's record scorer and everything like that. But sometimes I'm watching and I'm thinking she needs more pressure off of Russo. She needs more pressure off of like, unfortunately, Beth England can't, can't give her the kind of pressure that she needs because we need somebody to push because we need some, we need some more goal scorers from that, at that level. We know Ellen can do it. Mm. And I thought that the manager, I thought that she should have played a couple more of the ladies, the other girls. 
to give them an opportunity to play, especially in those games and the confidence. No, it's sad because Beth, when she's playing, she's firing. When she played the year before last, um, you talk about having like respect for a player, like every time I'd play against her, I'd be like, mate, hard. Like, hats off to mm. you. Do you know what I mean? Hats off because you're scoring. Like every, everything you touch is golden mm. in the minute. I want to talk about this as well quickly, Leah, because of terms of, you had that year with Chelsea, you had Beth England, Guru Wright and Jisoo Yon, all regular starters. And the upgrades came and all of a sudden those three were not getting games in their regular positions. They reconfigured mm. a lot of things. You know, you look at the midfield as well. They brought Melanie loopholes. It was almost like if you stay, not even stay, you kind of even sort of don't accelerate, you get overtaken. And yeah. without wanting to get too specific about transfer targets, Arsenal-like, mm. do you feel you're in a cycle where the next big upgrade is within 18 months to two years away? Do you think there's going to be another big upgrade at Arsenal? Obviously, you've got a new manager, new philosophy. Do you see that new wave of, of players coming, if that makes yeah. sense? So, yeah, like that was obviously last year. I only signed a one-year contract off the back of a, a lot of conversations that were had internally driven by us and sort of going to the club and basically saying, where do we stand? What do we, what do we want to achieve? Like, what, Let's just reset what is our goal because we need to all be on the same page. I then obviously put my faith. I said, like, I, I want to be here, but I just need to, we need to see this yeah, now. Yeah. And the age that I was at, it was really important for me that that was going to happen. And obviously I've put my pen to paper this year because I'm, I have confidence that. You're happy. Yeah. And I, I, I said this, um, I spoke to Tim Stillman, but I was like, I can't sit and say, you have to do that. You have to go and invest and we yeah. have to bring in more players. If I'm going to duck out, What's the difference? Exactly. It's just as much my club as theirs. So mm. I'm like, I've committed to staying because I believe that that is where we're at because we want to be successful. You know, mm. we're, we're saying we want to be successful. We're saying we want to lead again. You know, like we mm. don't want to follow the pack. Arsenal have never followed the pack in the women's game and we've, we've got comfortable in it. Mm. So I have faith. If that turns out not to be true, then at least we've given, yeah, everything we can. You know, I was going to say before, because I know you've got to go soon, Leah, but... um being injured in the time that you, you've been and you've got a lot of time to do something. What, what are you doing? What do you watch? What you, you know what film I watched the other day? I was going to tell you. Moose, have you seen Promising Young Woman? Oh my God, what a oh film. Oh my God. I don't have the strength to watch Carrie, it. Carrie Mulligan. You know what? I'm, I love this film because it's a film, and no spoilers, it's a film where a woman is in, it just she's in total control. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's in total I, control. I had no Moose, idea you, what it was about. No, man, it was brilliant. Moose, you have to watch it. I watched it again so the other day. Again, I watched it with my missus. You know what I mean? It's like, I watched it with my missus. I can't wait because she, it, I, I, can't tell you, I can't say anything about it. And it's funny because she went to school with my daughter. She went to school, the same school as my daughter. And I had to do the Graham Norton show and I'd done it with her. And her husband's one of the guys out of um, Mumford and Sons. And he's a massive, he was a massive kind of, he was a big fan kind of saying, say all right to write eaters and all that sort of stuff. And I said, oh my God, I'm a massive fan of yours though, Carrie. And then she was there to promote that film, Musa. And I said, oh, I've got to watch it. I watched it. I watched it. And then I watched it again the other day. Musa, you have to watch it. Honestly, honestly so I will, do you know what it is? And, and this is just in my defense. I am um, not watching that much at the moment. And I also try not to watch too many 
like intense or scary film. So I just watched this one, Pandorum, the other day, this like sci-fi horror oh, thing. Yeah. I had to watch that in the morning because, Leah, this is the thing I, I can't. <laughs> you know, you, you work the whole day. Listen, you have a lunch. You know what it is? You have a late lunch and then you want, oh, I'll watch a movie. I'll finish my work for the day. You have a late lunch about 4 p.m. because I just don't really eat until 4 because I'm, I'm writing. Mm. So unhealthy, I know. I'm sorry. But then it gets to like 5, 6 p.m. and I can't watch what I plan to watch because it's a, it's a scary movie. It's too scary. And then yeah. it's so spooky. <laughs> the movie doesn't scare me at the time. It scares me when the light is off. Cause that's wow. when they, that's when they come for you. All the demons are accumulated. Of- yeah. You know, you yeah. Know I'm talking? All the demons are accumulated and you're watching the movie. They come late. So I had to watch this movie Pandorum. It's about basically like deep space travel and like, you know, yes. a horror movie. You know what I done? It sounds heavy. No, no, no. But the thing 11 that, a.m. is when the, I watched thing- it. M- Moose, I'll tell you, I, 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 I by accident. Yes. I watched <laughs> event, event arrival. Oh my God. And it, I, I, I will never, know. don't, don't watch Leah, it. Don't do it. It's, don't do it. It's, don't li- do you it. know what it is? I, no, no, I don't want to give too much work, but it's like. The concept's incredible. They, the concept's incredible. It's like they've, they've gone to hell or something. Yeah. Like they send a just... spaceship basically for interstellar travel. Yes. And uh, the spaceship basically goes to another dimension and ends up in hell. Goes to another dimension. Nine years later. Honestly, I'm not joking. I watched it. And then it was a, one of them films where I started watching it and I couldn't stop. And I was petrified. Yes. I'm, I'm going to watch I'm it again. Petrified. But Leah, sorry, before Don't I forget, watch what, it again. What, are you watch, what are you watching, Leah? I'm being what are you watching, Leah? I'm enjoying my dramas, uh, Trigger Point. Wow. I, um, I've heard of Trigger that. Point. I've not seen Trigger Point yet. Yeah, I mean, Euphoria is incredible. Oh my gosh, yeah. Was that, was that, yeah. Euphoria is incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah really, really good. Um, but I'm a film. I watch films all the time. You I watch just, I'm a bit of a geek, so I like my war films. I've just watched... Uh, Munich on the edge of war is it unreal yeah that? it's unreal yeah I really like that and the courier with um, I went on holiday I watched that on the plane uh, Benedict Cumberbatch yes. true story that yeah. about a guy like smuggling secrets in the yes. cold war it's, yeah I, I like to say I'm a bit of a geek have you seen Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy yet oh my god what a now film now we're talking oh my goodness that's another that's podcast a, yeah. that's another <laughs> podcast that's wild yes yeah his, history of rom-coms I'm a bit of a are you a rom-com as well yeah do you cry for films? Yeah, hysterically. Do you watch kids' films? Sometimes. Yeah. Beth Mead won't stop talking to me about the new, what's the new Disney one? Encanto. Encanto. Yeah. Oh, she keeps making me put all the songs on in the changing room. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I know, Leah, I know you've got to go because like, we've taken up your time, but like, no, I'm really, really, I really appreciate you coming on and having a chat. No, thanks for having me. It's been lovely. No, thanks for coming on. And all the best with the injury. Um, hopefully everything Thank works you. out well and then I'll be seeing you again soon yeah I'll see you very soon take Thanks it very easy much. take it easy Leah Williamson bye 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 well what can I say thank you very much to Leah Williamson thank you very much Musa Kwanga um, thank you very much for joining us hope you enjoyed that I did uh, very much so and hopefully we'll see you again next week where we'll be talking more about more stuff I'm loving this man <laughs>